0: I'm have this conversation if he don't with win this year, he's oh a bum. My, what?
1: Yo, that, that's, a hall, that's a hall of Fame terrible team right there. No, it's not. It's true. It's so true. What? Boy, I just choked. Straight women, booty, and let the ball go. They what again. Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you. Come on, long Puts up a three. Won't go. Rebound.
0: Oh, yeah, we'll get to explaining a debate in a second. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Three and a possible, two and a possible today. Joe's out there handling some business, uh, at some East St. Louis football games. Shout out to you, Joe, the ultimate hustler. The Stephen A. Smith of St. Louis, St. Louis Media. <laughs> so me and Devian are going to hold it down today, but we got we got a few things to get into. There's been some some spicy takes on some podcasts, uh, some spicy takes and some interviews. We got the FIBA World Cup going on. Uh, we got one lower key signing. We're, we're going to get into all of it. But Devion on this day, I think we start with the FIBA World Cup. Because America, USA, we are one of four teams to already punch their ticket to the quarterfinals. And keep coming up with clutch second half after clutch second half after clutch second half to, to kind of lead the team. Uh, we've had some upsets in the World Cup. Uh, like Latvia taking down Canada the other day to make that group stage a little a little dicey on who's gonna go to the go to the quarterfinals. Uh, I don't really want to pile on to the guy, but Dylan Brooks getting cooked by a Latvian player on the <laughs> for the game winner. It's been a lot of downhill for old Dylan Brooks after his poking the bear comments. But
1: he got that bag, so yeah, he won. Hey, good for him!
0: <laughs> Shout out to him. But Devin, what just kind of give me your your overall take takeaway so far from the People World Cup? I know you're probably like me, haven't watched it, watched it a ton, but keeping up with it, kind of staying in the yeah, news, relevant yeah. who's winning and whatnot.
1: Uh, it's like a couple things I took from it. It, man, I'm convinced now, like, we are the greatest, like, like, sports, like, country of every sport. Like, we could just throw a team I don't know about every sport. Well, except soccer. Soccer, we ain't getting that. That's, like, basketball track and certain things like that, ain't nobody fucking with us. I'm sorry. So, we, like, when it comes to basketball, bro, it seemed like we could throw a team together Ain't nobody fucking with us. Like, we can go in and make an okay player into a superstar based on, like, our talent development and all that stuff. We ain't nobody fucking with us. And we saying Ant, too, Ant definitely going to be the face of the NBA. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, like, you got a fan. That is my – that is the one player I will be rooting for. He will be my favorite player after, you know, Westbrook and all that stuff. Westbrook's still my favorite player. I still fuck with PG. Like, Paul George, my guy. But face it, NBA, bro, ain't nobody fucking with him. Once he gets the chance to go to the Miami Heat, then he going to be who he going to (laughs) be. I'm sorry. he That's, like, we watching all these players. Everybody want to see, like, what the NBA will look like, what team to pick, who they should root for, like, what, like, team should be, like, built around. Just look at this. USA roster right now, and then you got plenty of picks to see. Like we got hope for the NBA. Like after these big name players go out, it's still gonna be fun games. We still gonna see some shit. It's gonna be exciting still. We got bro and Cole. I'm bro and bro. like Kat and all of Them must be slowing him down because I'm I'm convinced. Like they got to be the one slowing. Yeah, down. you know
0: you know what this has taught me, Devion, or right. reinstilled into me that I didn't need reinstilled? Fuck Rudy Gobert. <laughs> that's, what, that's what this is telling me. First of all, France, <laughs> France taking a fat L with, with Rudy Gobert's dumbass out there. Hey, he sir. should be one of the top players, according to his stature in the NBA. He should be one of the top players playing in the People World Cup with all the superstars that are not playing. Um, but then, like, yeah, just like, you know, after now two playoffs ago the Timberwolves had an exciting run. Now, they didn't go very far. They were in the play-in game, but they advanced out of the play-in. You know, everyone remembers Pat Bev on the table swinging the shirt yeah, around, yeah, yeah. the towel around, yeah, going yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, they had won the championship sure. after they advanced from the play-in, which was funny. But also, like, I really enjoy seeing that type of passion from players, even if it's just a play-in game. Um, and, like, they were an exciting team to, to think about for this upcoming year. Then they made that dumbass trade, and it was just like... Well, RIP to that team because that team's not about to do shit with with Rudy Gobert on it next to Carl Anthony Towns. Like maybe if they only had one of them and it was just Rudy Gobert, you could, you know, you could at least say like, well, he's there to kind of clean up any defensive messes and blah, blah, blah. But then having both of them, it was just a mess. But back to the FIBA World Cup, you know, my, my takeaway is is similar to yours, Debbie. I'm not going to go nearly as far as you are about all these sports because a ton of sports that we can't compete in. But um, I don't count Cricket. I don't count badminton. I don't count
1: things like
0: that. Basketball, baseball, soccer, cricket. Cricket is technically like the second most
1: popular sport in the world. But yeah, like, a, um, yeah, because their population is crazy. They <laughs> they got a huge population. So I mean, I'm I just know. saying, like it, it's a, like whatever. I, they, they, they I think, but like
0: when yeah. it comes to our dominance in basketball, you know, we we did the topic a, a few weeks ago of is the rest of the world catching up? This is pretty evident. No. Like, they are catching up in terms of the ability to produce, like, singular, very high-end talent, like the Jokic's, the Giannis's. But I think one thing, like, one part of that that has to be acknowledged when it comes to just American, you know, basketball, they don't come into the NBA that. Really, the only one that came into the NBA nice like that is Luka, right? Like, Jokic took a while to develop. Giannis took a while to develop. Luka's really the only one that came over and was immediately kind of like, you know, star he level been pro since he player.
1: Was two years old. Like, he would have been pro. Yeah. wow. but he, well, he was that yeah. guy. So, yeah.
0: so he, I mean, he, I'm not going to take any credit away from him and obviously no credit taken away from Giannis or Jokic or anything like that, but they did, they took their biggest leaps once they got into like the American style of basketball, which, you know, shout out to us. Our style works pretty damn well. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a fun tournament to kind of keep up with. I wish the games weren't on at like two o'clock in the morning so I could watch more of them. Yeah. But um, you know, shout out to us. I tried to tell y'all. I wasn't that worried about us.
1: Yeah, but us I'm winning. just saying, like, I'm just like this is why I don't have faith for nobody else. I try to be in here like, all right, maybe they got a chance, and I'm just in the back of my mind, like, no, they don't. But I'm just trying I mean, to part be of it though the is like Giannis
0: conditions. ended up not playing for Greece. So I mean if Giannis yeah. plays for Greece, Greece is a different monster. <laughs> Um, I don't think Jokic didn't play. So like, you know, there's, there's some reasons, but same time, our superstars aren't playing either. So
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) um, we can just afford it a lot better than the other, the other countries can. But let's move on to the one bit of NBA news that we got this week. and the fool favorite. JaVale McGee is signing with the Sacramento Kings, a team that you and I have both, you know, start to pay a little more attention to, you know, I think our podcast was one of the earlier ones to buying into the Kings last year. Um, at least I was, I, I feel like you were with me on that. Joe's a like skeptic, but um,
1: Fox got me my boy. He...
0: Yeah. So what do you, what do you think of this one, Devion? This is an interesting one to me. It's going to lead into a whole nother topic for us, but what, what's your kind of initial reaction to JaVale McGee signing with the Sacramento Kings?
1: So, <clears throat> So, look, this is how I look at JaVale McGee. I'm not saying, like – so, if you look at him as being like, oh, he's a superstar. He's going to do all these things. Bad pick. But if you look at him kind of like – look at what the Lakers did with him. Like, for real, look at when we brought him on, what we did with him. If you go and take him with De'Aaron Fox, play him for 12 minutes, 15 max, throw him out there when everything's slowing down, He's one of those players. He even did it with the Warriors. Like, he's one of those players mm-hmm. that'll go out there, he'll go get you a couple buckets. If you get him in short spurts, get you a couple buckets, block it, run the floor, you know, use him for stuff like that. He'll get the crowd, you know, into it and all that shit. Because with play, he's like a Sabonis. You like with a player like him scores, not Sabonis, um, what's the I'm what is the white guy from uh Boston? Scalabrini, he's like one of those type of players. With a player like Scalabrini, but he's better than him, start scoring. You like, oh, even I, even a player who not supposed to be doing this shit, he doing this, get a crowd into it. So I think in short spurts, it's gonna be good because De'Aaron Fox is gonna be cooking, then you just throw JaVel McGee out there for like 10 minutes, that disrupts your whole office. Cause like, what the fuck, dude doing mentally it'll fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? Be honest with you. So you go in there, do a little Little Jamel McGee here, he going to do a couple good plays. As soon as he starts fucking up, right, but when you think he's going to do it, take him out. Get the balance going back on. I think it'll be a good move when you use him like that because if you look at the Lakers and you look at the Warriors. So scale of 1 to 10, how yeah, much do you like it? I like it. It's like a 7 to me, seven and a half. I ain't going to lie because because I, 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 I see what they're going to do with that. Like, I, I see what they're going to do. With it. And it ain't going to be like it's going to cost them a lot of money to do it. Mm. He's. Yeah, like, like a Rudy Goldberg like relative, type like I'm
0: talking about, you know, relative Man. to like all of like obviously the money, the yeah. investment, your expectation for him, Devion. I'm at a ten out of ten. Yeah, like I love this you move. You beat that,
1: bro.
0: You know, I. You know, it was funny when it happened initially. You know, he was always on Shaq and the Fool, right? You know, Shaq's segment on TNT, and he actually like after a little bit like push back, he said, "Stop fucking doing this. Like, stop putting me on here. Like." You know, there's plenty of other things. Like, you guys are starting to invent things that, like, really aren't even worthy of, like, a segment like this. He got mad about it. And I kind of understand why. Yeah. Because I do feel like he gets fairly severely underrated because he is so associated with, like, those shafting mumps. And he's had some bad ones. Um, but he's actually a very smart basketball player. Like, Javel McGee yeah. is a very smart basketball player. He does a lot of little things very well for a team. I'm not saying you want him to be, you're not going to pay him $20 million to be your starting center. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying, but as a role player, great role player, yeah. I would, yeah. I would take him on the heat immediately, immediately. Yeah. Right. As a, as like either a backup bigger, even your starter. If it's like, a if you're doing like more of a low end starter, because one thing that big men can do that doesn't, that never gets the praise that it should get, even if they're not going to be the one to score the ball and he does it every single time. Sprint your ass down the court, straight mm-hmm. down the middle of the court. Get right in front of that rim. Even if you don't get the catch and a put in and a dunk, or you know a little post fade, whatever, it creates so much space for the ball care, the ball handlers to maneuver, get easy layups for themselves, pick out the one other threes.
1: As people in the NBA are pushing that ball. It creates Come on. That's what bro. I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying Devin. Crazy. I love
0: this move hey. for them because I think it's a perfect match of energy with what they, what they do. He's a good rim God. protector, still a good rebounder. He's very long, tall, all that. I think this is a home run, low key signing that people are going to, by, by playoff time next year, when they're back in the playoffs, because they will be, I think people are going to talk about, oh, you know what? That was a great look, no one talked about this. The unsung hero of the Sacramento Kings. JaVel McGee can be one of those types of role players that people are like, you know, they are, they are specifically mentioning yeah. when talking about them in a series. Again, he's not going to change people. a series. He's not that kind of guy. But in terms of just the little things, the little things that add up to a couple extra fast break points for your team and stopping a couple points at the rim on defense. Like, I think he's just one of those net positive, whether it's maybe it's only three or four points, but it's still... You get that on, you know, but four games in a series,
1: that's huge. Thing, hey, we'll watch. watch. Hey, mark my words. I guarantee I'll take it. If I'm wrong, I'll take it. He going to be, you remember when we watched the the um, Sacramento Kings, all the pressure, last playoffs, all the pressure on Fox. Mm-hmm. You throw a person like JaVale McGee, all you need is him to have one game to change the series. Literally, one game, and it's going to be one game that you need him to do. And that's going to get you that confidence into the next round. And Fox is going to take you from there. Like, that's what's going to end up happening. It's, it's going to be because of him. You got one decent game in like a two to three minutes. He's going to have like a game wow. where he
0: has like 10 minutes, or maybe not 10 minutes, like 15 to 20 minutes, 10 points, 8 rebounds. And it's going to be yep. like, that was a little extra boost they needed yep. to get them over in the hump. That two game. to
1: three minute stretch. We're going to need it. Watch. I, I We've seen him do this. Like, for real, we've. Really, say him. Yeah, he was
0: very good for the Warriors. Like he was very no. good for the Warriors on those. Like, like people don't realize he's got like three or four championships. Yeah, like, like he under, like he understands you know, like how it, what it takes to be that role on teams that win. Like that. Again, yeah. like, we were talking about before the show, you know, about Udonis Haslam, invaluable. You can, you can't place the correct value on players like that. Oh. Um, which okay. leads us into Pat Bev. So Pat Bev had a, if you haven't watched it on on No Chill Gill. Fantastic episode. Go watch it. I haven't. I've only consumed clips so far. I'm going to sit back and watch the entire thing because it was just fantastic.
1: <laughs> I watched the whole. It's like two and a half hours. I watched all of it. Great season. Finale.
0: <laughs> Amazing. But he was on there. He got into it. With Rashad McCants, who, just as a side note, I don't know who Rashad McCants thought he like thinks he was when he was in the NBA. He had a he had one very good season where he averaged about 15 points a game. Very good. Not denying that, but there was a point in this in this back and forth where he, he they were talking about the FIBA World Cup. And he said, "You know, I, my team's never losing by whatever 200 points or whatever." He said, "He said any team that I'm on has a chance to win." And I'm just, uh, I think the Timberwolves came in last place every single year that he was there, and then he was traded midseason to the Kings. He didn't do shit that year either. But I digress. Pat Bev made some points about role players. Um, and the importance of role players on winning teams, like we were just talking about with JaVale McGee, what he might be able to be for the Sacramento Kings. But Devion, you were the one that kind of alerted me to this to make sure I could go find and kind of watch some of the clips from this. But, you know, Pat Bev obviously is a role player himself, so it makes sense that he wants to, you know, highlight those types of players. Speak to like, you know, your kind of thoughts on the impact of those Pat Bev type role players, especially as you're a Laker fan, your Lakers, you know, had a taste of Pat Bev last year.
1: And I was pissed that we got rid of him. I'm not going to lie to you. I think we had like a Pat Bev and we kept him last year. I think our playoff like run, I'm not saying we going to beat the Nuggets, but it's going to be a little bit different in the playoffs when you got people like him. Because people got to remember, like people like Pat Bev, I know they come in here and he averaged 10 points. I think, like, he might average 10, 11 points as, like, a career maybe in the NBA. Bro, he averaged, like, 35 when he was coming up in Chicago, like, in the high school. Like, dude was really it. Like, for
0: those that don't know, Chicago basketball in high school is it's, it's, one it's, of, if not the best on. in the country.
1: Yeah, They they produce something. I, like, I, I witnessed this. Like, I watched Derrick Rose play us in the, like, in in, and like the state finals and stuff like, well, semis and all that, bro, they players are the truth. Like they got players you will never hear from that are just that. So when you go to the NBA for a player to be a player like him, and then he goes in there and his one job, he figures out his one position of what he's good at. It's just really to pester people and to fuck you over, like really embarrass you. And he accepts that role and then when he gets in your head, he pisses you off. And then he comes on the other end, and you forget. Oh, this dude used to be good at score. <laughs> now he's doing picking and rolls. He might dunk. He might shoot a three. That that gets you championships. People, PJ Tucker's. You know what I'm saying? Like we we look at players like this, and like, oh, they ain't that great. They Jake create. Crowders, come, come on, bro. They
0: like yeah, they, those, they create those types of guys, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know I'm saying? they create like opportunities because they so good at what they're doing. It pisses you off, and it's a mental game at that point, and they so mentally strong. Like Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings brought up in the program. He's like, what do I know? He said, hey, man, you just look at the stats. Brandon Jennings averaged, he played them three times. He had like eight, seven. It was eight, something else, and then he had like 36. And the time he had 36, his first game back with the Knicks, guess who was playing? Who wasn't playing? Pat Bill. He said, that might have been different if he was playing them. And Brandon Jennings, people forget Brandon Jennings was—he was a bucket. He he was a walking bucket. So you know when Pat Bell he one going of the most there,
0: random fifty pieces in NBA history, probably.
1: He, real shit. He goes in there. He he makes what? He go in there, Dame. You know he Dame might score his points, but he to piss you off the whole time. So when you playing in these seven game series, possible seven game series, all you need is one game. But, Dame it get in a player like his head. Like, we haven't seen it too much with him. But I'm just saying you get in his head. That gets you over the hump and wins games. Like, you don't need five LeBrons. You just need people who go play their position. You know what I
0: think is, like, the most like, important aspect of these types of players? And Pat Bev is a perfect example of one. It's not just that they're good at their role, right? Because, like, there's plenty of people that could exhale. do what Pat Bev does. Exhale, but they accept the role. Like, I think that part. is the hardest part in the yeah. NBA. And it's like, it's one of those things why I think I find myself frustrated with certain players that come on to my favorite team, you know, like the Heat and like a perfect example of that is right now, Tyler Hero, right? Yeah. What yeah. should Tyler Hero's role be? He, you know, he continues to want to keep ascending. You can't blame a young player like that, right? Like they're trying to make sure they get to their bag, make sure they get paid. They do all these things. I have no, I don't, I'm not like knocking. I, I understand why. Right. But last year was very frustrating for a lot of heat fans during the regular season, you know, cause Tyler hero had made it a point in the offseason he wanted to be a starter. You know, he had just won six men of the year, but he wanted to be a starter. I think in part, because he felt like, you know, if he's going to get the contract that he wanted to get, like he couldn't be viewed as like a Jamal Crawford or Lou Williams, he wanted to be viewed as a more whole all around complete player. But sometimes that's just not what your team needs. But luckily for the Heat, you know, they had they had found players that were willing to accept that role. And I think that's why – part of why the Heat have success with this development that they always get credited for is they find those players in the G League that accept the role in the G League. You know, it's funny. I don't know how much people pay attention to the G League, but you'll see people dropping 40 points in the G League. Boy, guess where they stay? Walking. guess where they stay? Yeah. They stay their ass right in the G League because they don't get it, right? Like, they, don't they don't need get... more
1: scores. They need people to accept bros. Like – Long they need they need, the thing they need in the, in Gabe that. Vincent, right? They need yeah. Gabe Vincent. Run the offense,
0: pick your moments when you're going to score, play defense, right? Yeah. That's what they're looking for out of the G League, and that's what I think Pat Bev has done so well in his NBA career. But I mean, one of his comments to McCants while they were going back and forth about their careers was, <laughs> you know, McCants <laughs> said, McCants was talking about, yeah, I didn't have to knock down doors like you did, it was all given to me, and Pat and, and that's probably part of the problem. And he couldn't yeah. be so more right because you can just tell by the way McCants is talking, never accepted that he was a role player. Never accepted it. He wanted to be Kobe. He thought he could be Kobe. Yeah. He couldn't be Kobe.
1: And Pat Bell had the longest stretch out of all those NBA players. Keen Martin, first-round driver. He had 15 seats. Pat Bell's going on like 16. He's 12 years in the NBA. And he got another, what, three, four years we could see him He's- doing it? Come on,
0: Kenyon Martin's another great example, and and yeah. what I like about Kenyon Martin's story is that he, he had heights, like he had heights where he was a legitimately yeah. like borderline all star player year in and year out. Number one draft And when he wasn't, when he, when he wasn't that anymore, though, he accepted that I play defense and I rebound. You you have to appreciate players like that. Fifteen and years. You want to know what and like and like 10. Rashad McCants lasted five. Who is more talented between Rashad McCants and Pat Bev? Rashad McCants, ten out of yeah. ten times, way more talented. But because he never wanted to accept that role of just being a, you know, kind of a six man or a role player like that, NBA will move on from you real quick because no one's got time for that.
1: Yeah, like goofy. That's why I'm saying. Like that's why I like people. And then he made a comment said you probably would have lasted longer if you would have had yeah. good vets and good things and you let the you know you let an injury get you out of there. He's like, I didn't fall through injuries and I'm still here. So it's you know what I'm saying. So you, you people like that, I don't give a fuck. Biggest example is who, Draymond Green. Look at a Draymond Green, bro. He he will he literally got himself in the Hall of Fame because of what he's good at, and he's cool being behind, you know, the fourth, fifth player on your on your team a triple double with no points. Like you, you know, what I'm saying. Except the we watched it, Carmelo Anthony. They was worried about people like him. Can you accept the role coming off the bench and all that stuff, especially what you just did with Portland? OKC, you come to the Lakers. I think he did a pretty good job with the Lakers. And I think he should have still been in the NBA. But it might have been some things that we didn't see where he but we, didn't. I mean, we saw it took Carmelo you know a
0: long time to long get time. to that acceptance. Like he had to be out yeah. of the league for a couple of years. We, we all remember that famous yeah. meme, on. right? When he was with OKC, you know, how do you feel about coming off the bench? Who? Me? Who? Like, he couldn't yeah, believe that. Like, no. Yes, you. You're not that guy anymore. You're not that guy in New York. You're not that guy in Denver anymore. You have to come off the bench now. And he eventually got there. So, you know, good for him for accepting that. Another Vince person, Carter. We, we brought it up. Yeah, yeah Vince Carter. Right.
1: Did All it lawlessly.
0: Hey. That's how you last. That's how you last in the NBA. Not Secure always a supreme confidence. You, sh- you got to be confident, um, right? Like, you have to be confident to be an NBA player, professional athlete, anywhere, right? You get 100
1: million. In four years and nobody knows who you are, or you get 120 over 10 years and be relevant over different generations and then become a Pat Bell where you bigger on your podcast, more people know you from your podcast that makes you go look at this. And then Pat Bell want to be a coach. I think he got a good shot because look at what he's creating, accepting or wrong. People got to realize longevity gets you the bag. Not Don't do it quick. This, that's, you know, hey. we,
0: I know we don't talk about him in the most glowing light hey. very often on this show, but one coach that I know at some point in his career started adopting like very, very um, like pretty cut and dry, like just telling people what their role was going to be on the team. Now, he might not get the roles correct, but at least he Damn. you knew where you stood, Doc Rivers. Uh, JJ Reddick's talked about it a lot hey. in his podcast when he was in hey, L.A. with whoa. the Clippers, with Doc and Chris Paul and all of them. Before the season started, he would have a one-on-one with every single player and tell them, you're the three-point shooter on this team. He would tell J.J. Raddick until his last year in L.A. He said, you're one of the three-point shooters. And J.J. was like, huh? One of. <laughs> you know, but like Chris Paul, you are the – initiative. Like Blake Griffin, you are the scoring. You know, you know i like He would define what those roles were, obviously, in much more detail than I'm doing right now. But that's important that people know and accept those roles. And I think the good teams do that best. You don't have have the players always fighting for, oh, I want to be the superstar. I should be the superstar. No, no, no. Like, people talk about how in Miami, like, oh, Dwayne Wade just let LeBron kind of be LeBron after a little infighting the first year. Like, who should be the guy, all that. You know what helped? You had Pat Riley and Eric Spolster there, too.
1: Yeah. and They make that process a lot easier. What did that do? Make people champions that shouldn't be Hey, that doc shit that made me think about that too. Yeah, I forgot uh, when when um bro said that uh, JJ Reddick. That might make me believe that Doc. He obviously can't make him an assistant coach. He might actually be a better GM than he is a coach because if you can recognize people to be in these roles and do stuff like this, mm-hmm. you just go and pick the players. Let somebody else coach. You. Like you know, that you know another me, thing. It, like it we we give
0: Doc game. shit a lot. But, yeah, like, it's also, bro. like, we're getting yeah. him shit within, like, the the, the top tier coach. Like, we obviously think yeah. he's a good coach. Because he he's that dude.
1: That's bad. why he got to get on his ass. Like, but, that, like you know, expect he's just
0: him. He just doesn't oh, yeah. deserve to be up there with, like, the Pops, the Spos, the curs. He's in that next tier. But he's, like, certainly in, like, the top ten. Yeah. Of it's coaches. like 1A like,
1: versus 1A, 1B type shit. You know what I'm like, saying?
0: He should yeah. never, vol- like, involuntarily be without a job. Like, right now, if he wants to do the ESPN thing and take a break from coaching, fine. Go do yeah. that. But, like... It would be crazy if the if the NBA actually thought there was thirty head coaches better than him. <laughs> like Deadly we're not saying we're not you, saying that.
1: you would be hard to find. I, I say you can maybe argue five, but ten. He's top ten like all day, every day. A, it's, it's it's hard yeah. to name nine, ten people better than him. Hard. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you could maybe you can maybe do five, but like five like he's in that probably five to seven range, somewhere in there. Yeah. Well, um, but let, let's, let's 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 pivot a little bit. I want to talk about another instance on no chill Gill. been working his ass off lately, just as an aside. Uh, but he had Danny green on and Danny green. They were asked and Gilbert obviously agreed with this. Um, I think this is why they kind of teed it up with them. But Danny green said that the bubble championship was the hardest championship. And now I think he was meaning to say like the hardest one that he has won. He has won multiple in different places. Um, he won one with the Spurs after uh, the round two of him versus the big the Spurs versus the big three Heat.
1: Another role player.
0: He then was another role player. He was then on the the Raptors team that won with Kawhi, and then he was on your Lakers team that won in the bubble. <laughs> that boy had so, a great
1: stretch <laughs> on Anthony. He had a great like career. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, very solid career. But what I want to know, Devin, we've talked about this before. But do you agree or disagree with Danny Green when he says the bubble championship was the hardest championship? And I want you to take that a step further and just comparing it to your opinion on all championships, uh, all NBA championships. Do you think it was harder or um, easier?
1: No, nah, it was the hardest one because <clears throat> you locked in, what, for what was it, 100 days? A 100
0: days. Yep.
1: 100 days. You can't see your family. You have no outside influence you have no no um nothing no outside media you have no outside vices you have you and your thoughts that's literally all you have in your team you know how, you know how hard that is especially you, you know how hard that has got to be to where you just got to be that mentally strong for that long and one mistake is getting you out of there like literally everybody is looking at you you can't go on Well. James Harden, you know, maybe he fly to Vegas and go gamble. This could be hurting his career. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You don't got you. You have no excuses. Nope. The world so, shut
0: down. Like yeah.
1: It showed like, and that's why I say like, that's why I gave props to the Miami Heat. Like I always liked Miami Heat because D Wade, but that's when I really bought into like I really believe in that Heat culture because you got teams like that. How do? You can talk all the shit you want. How do a team? How does a team like that, that wasn't expected to make something, get to a point like that? Because they got talent, but everybody's supposed to have more talent. It comes down to your mental. That that just showed you like everything, like the flippers. We all because that was what was the year that we always be calling the flippers, and we was like, yeah, and this the is pandemic P.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, that come on, Pat, This is why I be saying like, I right, the flippers will never be the top 10, we saw everything like off camera, what we said, everything like we thought these people would be who they are or what we thought they would be. We saw in the, in the bubble and you can't take that away from them. Like that's hard. Okay. That road with a hundred. How about this? Imagine being around, you know, you are a dude I say, go around a woman. That Devian, Devian.
0: I'll, even, I'll put it even simpler, bro. Yeah. We were roommates in college basically. Yeah. We were cramming eight people into a two bedroom apartment.
1: It's okay.
0: Love you to death. Yeah. We had plenty of times over those couple years where we all about to fight each other. Real because shit. Because it's just too many people crammed together and we've had outside we had outside escapes. We yeah. could go to the gym. We had class. We had all those things, right? Like we had those ways to get away. I but we that. still were almost like gonna
1: come to blows like, a few yeah, times. Bro. Like you don't have no 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 releases. So imagine that. You know what I'm saying? As you
0: are forced into that canal. They had a very nice place. I get that all. Doesn't matter. You are not able to go see the, your family. You know, a lot of those guys have kids.
1: Why? You can't see the woman that you love. You can't touch her. You can't sneak her in. You can't hold your kid. You can't it it wasn't until like what? It got to like daddy. the conference
0: finals that family yeah. could come, right? I think it was something like that. Like conference finals and family could finally come in. You,
1: you, damn I, I'm, in I'm with you. I'm, You're in prison. I'm with you, Debbie. You You're in prison.
0: To me, that bubble championship is the most is the hardest. It validated so much for me. Now, are we a little biased? Of course, both of our teams met in the finals.
1: But we called that, though. We the- said that. Yeah. We, we at said
0: that. the end that of the day, what it did was you brought the perfect example, the Clippers, why I never buy into them every single year. when everyone, before the season starts, everyone tries to sell me this Clipper hype, right? Oh, the Clippers, they got Paul George, they got Kawhi Leonard, Ty Luz is great coach, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Okay. Second round exit. Fuck at, best. at best. At they best. a so second good round exit.
1: Through the C through the they were so good. Put a dolphin. We like, need to put I, a dolphin thing right here for them. You know. Every time we talk about them, put hey, a put a fucking hey, dolphin. Get the get Flip the dolphin. We need to put the dolphin. Hey, don't hey, bring hey. the dolphins I'm into this, all right. Look at I got a dolphin color on. No, I'm just saying. I'm oh, like it
0: just to me, like the teams and again it's not gonna Thank be every you. single year, but if you include that year, right, the teams that were in those conference finals, Lakers. Uh, Nuggets, right? If I'm remembering correctly, mm-hmm. y'all played the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. Yep. Okay. Heat Celtics. Heat Celtics have met three out of the last four Eastern Conference Finals. There's something a little valid about the way that that fucking tournament was set up, right? Lakers have been in two out of four conference finals. Nuggets, two out of four conference finals. Why do the same teams keep coming then? the fr- I will say this to the day I died, the fraudulent, if I'm not, and again, none of them were fraudulent, but if there was going to be one, that was going to be looked at with a little bit of a side eye. It was the one following the bubble year, when the players had like thirty day off season. Get right back out there and play basketball. Yep. No time to recover. That was the one. That was a little eh. That's where you randomly see a Hawks in the conference finals against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And again, Bucks championship very valid. Giannis earned that bitch fifty point closeout game. Ain't taking nothing away from it. I'm just saying. Heat-Celtics is basically – it's basically the Eastern Conference Finals is the Heat-Celtics Invitational.
1: How many finals have those four teams been to in the last, what, four, five years? The only only one that does not feature the Heat or the Celtics is the one directly after the bubble.
0: Every other one, it went Heat, then Bucks, then Celtics, then Heat again, and then we've had Lakers twice, Nuggets once, and then the – only other one again that didn't feature it's one of those teams was the same year when the Suns played the Bucks.
1: Yeah, ah, ain't no coincidence, bro. Saying, like, bro. That's what I'm saying. And then the Warriors won, won the one before, like all that shit because oh, of that's why. right, that's right, because, that's of, right. because of why? Right. But, but why? Same shit. They are. Champions. I mean, they, they got it, the, that's the Warriors. Like that's the Warriors. yeah, it's, they got yeah. the so right. Outside so the that. Western
0: Conference oh. has been Lakers or Nuggets two out of four years,
1: <laughs> and the only
0: other one that got in there was yeah. the fucking Warriors, who went to like four or five straight. So
1: yeah, they got four, four they got four, five finals. So like, shit. and the only
0: reason the Warriors were not involved in the bubble side was because they were fucked up with injuries that year.
1: Yeah, it ain't no complaints. Play without Steph
0: got hurt. Like none of the, yeah. So
1: we yeah, we get Come that. On. Shout out I'm to so us. I get so sick. That. You, know really about about it, you know what really annoys me about it, Devion? You know what
0: really annoys me about it? Like, is the only reason people even say that shit is because of one person, one man. Yeah. If LeBron James had not been on the winning team, there would yeah. not be this effort to discredit it. Nothing. So
1: stupid. Yeah, they would. They, if y'all would have beat us, they would have been like, "Oh, yeah, it would the most valid. Oh, it would have been the most valid
0: is... championship ever. It would have been the most yeah, come valid on, one bro. ever."
1: And I thought y'all look, y'all scared me. I'm gonna just say that. I yeah. always say you know. I'm game dead. one
0: just ruined the series for me. You know, Dragic and Bam getting hurt in the first game. Like, come on, man. I was happy. We already we were already gonna lose the game. We had a we had a All terrible right. start. Y'all jumped on us, and then they had to get hurt. So I'm like, come on, man. I but, needed that. Hey, Devion, right. I just gotta say this, Jordan fans, it's okay. You can still love Jordan without trying to invalidate every single thing that LeBron James does. It's okay. Yeah. You can still have the opinion that he's the GOAT. No one's going to kill you for it. We might disagree with you. I will. I know Joe will. But at the end of the day, you don't have to invalidate LeBron James's career. That just makes you look corny and makes it look like you don't even believe what you're talking about. He's cold, bro.
1: I'm not, and I'm not a huge LeBron fan. Like, I'm, I wasn't too happy when he came to the Lakers because of the Kobe and LeBron shit, but I had to be real. I'm like, hey, this dude really is that cold. Like, hey. got it's, hey, it's hey. y'all championship. Hey, he could do no it's wrong in my damn, eyes.
0: Because damn sure <laughs> weren't headed anywhere near a championship until he hey, showed up.
1: We didn't sniff. Y'all away. were struggling. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, he ain't going to look. There's some people who do no wrong in my eyes. You win us a championship. Hey, he great to me. He's goaded. Fuck what you talking about. LeBron is goaded. he did it. Man, hey, the bubble, we said this. It is what it is. Like, we got two of the best franchises. We we literally solidified ourselves in history. Jimmy Jimmy Buckets was really Jimmy Buckets. Like, oh. look at how many, like, look at the, the stars. You can say nothing That's about That's up Anthony there with Davis.
0: one of the best, like, performances in a losing effort in the finals, which, you hey. know, we don't hang that shit in the Miami Heat. Arenas.
1: What, one thing but, I want to say too about that, like Anthony Davis, people don't realize. People say he's so mentally weak. He's this and this. So we won with a guy who's supposed to be like our. We wanted him to be our best player, but ended up being like our second best player. He's so mentally weak. He's this and this, and we won a championship with that. So is it LeBron great? The Lakers great? Is it the bubble? What like like we got all these factors going against us? What is it? LeBron forty nine years old when he won it. Like <laughs> like what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what else more do you got to prove to that? And, look, man, go look at our roster. go look at our roster compared to some of these other rosters. I, I know injuries help, but just go look at, like, how our roster was set up and, like, how we were playing in some of these times where we were scaring people that we wouldn't even, you know what I'm saying? We wouldn't win it all. Go look at that. Bro, come on, man. Hey, don't take that away from us, bro. You could take a lot of championships away from us. All All right, let's, let's stay let's stay on the championship on, God, train man. here,
0: Devion. Let's stay on that hey, championship take crazy. here. Noah Lyles, one of the best uh, track and field runners in the entire world, if not the best. Uh, he made some I, I comments. He made a comment that he thinks it's right. basically he thinks it's crazy that the NBA players call themselves world champions when they just won the NBA championship. So Devion, I'm just gonna give you the floor here. What do you think, because you're a big track guy, what do you think about your guy Noah Lyle's comments on calling the NBA players who win the cha- NBA championship calling themselves world champions?
1: I, I can understand why he said but he wild for that. Like, hey, it's, it's just watching the NBA finals is the world fucking champion. Like, number one, number two, number three, number four best team, you know, watch them in the NBA finals. Fuckers you talking about. And, and we about to see it when – we fuck around and win gold. Like, I could hate on us and say we not going to – look at what we about to do. Like, so, we fucking them up. And these ain't even our best players. Like, I get it. He like is I cold. Like I said, this
0: is our C team.
1: Real shit. I, I get it. He is cold. Like, dude, dude is the – in my opinion, if I had to pick the face of – especially, like, of all track, not even men and women, just all track, it's him. Like, he really is that dude, like. Ain't nobody fucking with him don't as long as do not. I feel like, don't I feel like the
0: face got to be Shikari, but not that Chris. Hey. You know more about it than I do.
1: Go. It, they wanted to be her, but she did. She showed, you know what I'm saying? She she did what she was supposed to do. She came back and she fucking the Jamaicans up and all these people that they didn't think one, she was. One do. thing on Shikari,
0: I don't know much about track. You can yeah. confirm or deny this, but from what I understand, if she just gets her start down, she's unstoppable.
1: Oh, um, I'll give a little bit of background on that. Um, they said if she gets a bad start, she has no chance. She came from behind and beat these people, like beat the Jamaicans and shit. She gets a start, she's going to break the world like she's going to break the world record in the hundred meter if she gets her start down. That's real shit. But even with all that, they want her to be Noah Lyles is the I'm not gonna lie, he is he fuck around, might be the greatest, like um American like track star, like by the time end of his career, he's probably gonna be the greatest American track star ever. Like, and I'm being real with you. Dude, oh, so that's really good. Good.
0: that sets up like the caliber of person we're talking about here who made it because then to a lot of people, like yeah. even me, I was like, Who is saying this? Like, why now, do I care co- about his opinion on this? But, but get back to your that's get back wild, your take on like, I'm just saying okay.
1: that's a wild ass take to like say that I get because he's the world champion and he's mm-hmm. but I think what he's doing is I think he's doing that for publicity because he's good at that shit. I think he's just setting himself up for when Paris comes around, bring all the attention to him, bring more light to like track and all this other shit. I think it's more like a marketing thing because if that's his honest opinion, do wild wow, for that. Like we are, that NBA basketball is the is world basketball. The fuck will nobody say if it wasn't? Why everybody ain't rushing out over there to play for fucking? um these European teams and the Saudis got more money than anybody. Why everybody ain't going out here taking billion dollar contracts for one year and we watched it in golf. The shit didn't work. So why are they not running over there to play basketball and to go out here and prove to the world that they're they're above the world? Why is that?
0: Because we watched
1: fuck out of here man. I
0: I actually agree with them. I actually agree with Noah Lyles. I, I think Not it's heard. stupid. I hate it every single time they do it in football, the Super Bowl, they do it. I hate when we call it the world champions when you don't compete against the world. I don't like it. I really don't like. I have no issue. Like I'm with you in the sense that like the the Nuggets are the best team in the world last year. They were the best team in the world. I have no issue with someone saying that. I do have an issue with them calling them the world champion. And I'm gonna take this a step further. I think with how global NBA is like or basketball is getting. I want to see the basketball version of the Champions League. For those of you that don't know what the Champions League is, that's a soccer thing. So fun. the Premier That'll League's top four teams, they fun. go. Uh, La Liga, Spain's team, uh, Spain's league. I think sends their top three. Basically, all the leagues, the major leagues around the world, the German team, the German league, the French league, all of them, they send their top X players, depending on. Which league it is because they're better and worse leagues, right? Same thing with ours. So, like, we would get to send the most teams. But I would have put this shit to bed, Devgon. I want that. That would be amazing to me because no matter what, no matter what, then once you got to that stage, oh, yeah. Because when Luka or Jokic, they like to make the little slick comments, oh, it's easier to play in the NBA. Okay. Let's see. Let's see how easy it is then.
1: We're gonna win one Go get your little team over year. there.
0: Go back over there, right? Go back yeah. to your your Sp- Spanish team or your Lithuanian team, Slovakian, like whatever league you were playing in. Go lead that team again and come play our champion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that would be
0: lit. I think yeah, again, maybe. I hope not Lucas says the NBA. I don't want him to leave. But I'm just saying I hate I hate that comment. And that comment is never completely just stamped right into the fucking ground mm-hmm. like it should be by watching them over, bring over games. here. game. Bring, it,
1: bring yeah. them over here. Bring nobody him over gonna here. watch them games. Bring Spain's
0: up. champion yeah. over here. Right, Come man. on. Bring Spain's champion over here. Yeah. Watch them get walk, like wrecked by the Nuggets by like 30 points a game. I want to see it. Man. Then we can rightfully call ourselves, you know, the winner can rightfully call yeah. themselves. They, they might it. have
1: one person that are making some motherfucking playoffs to, like to ours, like, these will be the low-caliber team. What are they ain't fucking with us? And like, you know what else would be fun about that, Deveon,
0: And what I Because I've seen it as I've started to follow soccer a little more, at least the Premier League. It's like two – you almost have like two shots at like a big championship. Like, yeah. like those fans like really care about both. I'm not – like I think the fans care more about like the Premier League championship than they do the Champions yeah. League. But – which I think we would still do, like we would still care more about yeah, the NBA championship than competing man. in that one. But I think that would be fun. Cut, cut Ooh. the regular season down by twenty games. We don't need them anyways. We don't need eighty-two. They already load manage anyways. So cut it down to sixty. Do our finals maybe a month or two earlier, then transition to the Champions League. I think that'd be fun. We're already trying to start doing some shit that they do in soccer with the in-season tournaments and stuff like that. Let's just go for
1: it. Bro, I think that it'd be fun. Shit be fire, bro. That shit lie. would be that lit. Would... Fire, cause it's just like after this point, we could then go and say the NBA Finals is the world champions every year. Then there's nothing to beat If one us. of their
0: teams does yeah. beat us, what? Like, you know how much? You know how fucking lit those countries would be? Yeah.
1: After that, We could do exhibition games with them, like preseason games yes. and all that shit before the season. Bring some notoriety to them. Yeah, that'd be fire. Hey, bro. I, hey. Turn basketball be- into even more of a global sport. It's a dope That'd, sport. Spread it. I think that would help spread it.
0: NBA Africa's nice. taken off. Like the African league yeah. could could send a team. Their champion could come. Like I think now, we should probably send all of our like conference now. finals. So like the, from this past year, like Nuggets, I Lakers, Heat, Celtics, all really, go.
1: Yeah, that's then, a continent you, know, Spain's you need to watch. Out league is good. It. Yeah, I think, uh, I think African, Greece has a pretty good league. Like, come on, the Africans gonna start producing some cold players. Like that's that's who we need to be watching because they be developing. People they ain't never sniff the basketball, get it for one year, it be cold. Like they that's who we need to really be watching out for. for real. But I'm just man, saying, bro. I think man, I think the shit would be fun. Maybe I'll I look maybe I'll it cause I'm black. Man. <laughs> man. I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying. That'd be a great idea. Hey, NBA, y'all might not be watching this, but hey, just 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 If y'all gonna go ahead and
0: steal the idea, just you know, let me get a little credit, let me at least run it or some shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: Look, give us some our five minutes of fame going to talk our shit. Let us pop our shit on on national TV, man. Give me give me some more real estate sales and all this other shit. Pop our (laughs) other shit off. I'm just saying, look out for you boys. You know, come on, right,
0: Devian? You know, you know how we end this show. We choose love, we choose violence. I have a feeling I know we're gonna go this week. But I'm I'm interested. What you got, Devian?
1: I was gonna do something different until you said something that made me pissed off again. I'm gonna I'm going to hate on the Minnesota Timberwolves again because of fucking Rudy <laughs> Gobert. I'm gonna give him a little love at the end, but I'm to hate. I'm gonna give him a little love because I think, at my mind, I'm convinced they brought Rudy Gobert on to free of eventually free up cap space. That that I'm convinced. Now watching Ant, I'm like, this is what they gotta be doing to go over here and let Ant just do his thing, so they can see who that third spot's gonna be and just free up some of that cap space. I'm convinced, but I'm still like, why the fuck was it him? Like, you could go get so many more cheap players. Like, go get a JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee and him. Damn to do the same, like, same thing. Like, but Rudy Gobert gets so much love, and he's, he's. Look at what he's doing. Like, come on, man. Like, look at what he's doing. He's, this is the worst super, he's a Kwame Brown of mine. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what nobody's saying. Like, he's sorry. Why the fuck did they give a nigga like him all that money? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Like, he didn't change nothing. He left, left Utah. Utah still it ain't like he changed nothing. He went to the Minnesota and in my eyes made him worse. Like he made them worse. Real and shit. And he paying him all that money. And if I take everything I said, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna take it back. But I'll be a little less like I I I won't fuck with them as as bad if they come out and they just free up all the cap space because that's what they was doing. That's a long wait to see if somebody right. But they gonna fuck around. He going to be one of the reasons why Ant was just like, I'll right, get my bag and all that stuff and go force a trade because they going to have people like him. He's not going to have faith in them to bring in real good stars because you're doing shit like that. I think that shit that we see like this is going to be the biggest reason why Ant going to end up coming out and say, this is why I didn't do it. I just don't have faith in the organization because it's just like, why? I'm, I am just want to know why. I just want to talk to somebody and ask them, like, what was the thought process behind? Goody, Goody, trash Bird. Like Goody Bird. This he is <laughs> like he is. Why? I, I why? Like, and I wasn't even gonna pick them. I was gonna be a little loving this week too, but you just made me realize like why. I, I thought you were gonna,
0: go. I thought you were gonna go first take versus undisputed. That's what I thought. I you was were gonna go go.
1: do it. Like that's what I wanted to do, <laughs> but like go bird just fucked it up. I Shout out to them. I'm now. sorry. I, I'm sorry
0: to do that to you, Devion. My I bad, know. bro.
1: Shout out to them because I hope you picked that because them, them them ratings was fire. I I love seeing you. My <laughs> I love
0: seeing. It. <laughs> I'm not hey, going that way. I hey, got to actually completely non sports later one, Devion. Man. Maybe maybe we maybe I'll turn this. I'll start turning this segment into Will's book club. But I just got to. I got to give a shout out to yeah. to Donovan X Ramsey. This was one of the best books I think I've ever read. When Crack Was King, uh, A People's History of a Misunderstood Era. Um, I need to read that. Top, top, probably three to five book, and I read a lot. I read a lot of books. Um, top three to five book that, I, that I've that i ever read. I, I just really enjoyed it. Under Telling the story of the crack era, over-policing, war on drugs, all the effects on that. And he did it in a very interesting way where he basically highlighted four different people and kind of told... The story through their individual lives. These are real people that he interviewed. You know, somebody that was a dealer uh, in in Newark, um, a user out in L.A., and her kind of whole family lifestyle. What kind of led her to it? Um, a mayor, the first black mayor of Baltimore, um, and then another guy who's was just next to it, dabbling a little bit, but whose father was was really impacted by it. And it it, it was a very interesting way to like really humanize i think the the issue of of the crack era and the over policing and all of the bullshit that that kind of came along with that era so i'm showing love to donovan x ramsey fantastic book really enjoyed it uh and would recommend it to anybody and if i had to if i had to make this about sports i would just say i would just real quickly i'll show some more love that we are in the last month without last full month with no basketball so shout out to that.
1: Thank God. And honorable mention, we gonna get. We can't go without doing skip. We gonna have to do it. Um, your ratings suck. You need somebody <laughs> like <laughs> Shannon and Stephen A. to make your ratings for what they are. So if you ever thought you were that guy, you're not. And we just we're seeing two of the greatest entertainers when it comes to this, since like Stuart Scott and all those type of players. This is like we're watching. This is the TNT cast that we get to, You get to watch all year, like. Shout hey, out to I, th- I think
0: this Monday, I think this Monday is the first Monday with Shannon Sharp on hey, first Hey, shout so.
1: out to Shannon for that. I'm glad all this is happening. And with him and Stephen A, this is gonna be. I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna make sure I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I'm gonna stop it and I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna support it because this is. Hey, this ain't nothing but we gonna see all this Cognac, Blackie Miles, Stephen A. Hold <laughs> on, hold on. We about to see it all. Hey, shout out to them, bro. I, Cause you not know fuck with Stephen A. I love his wild takes. He's just another nigga to me. This is these, these are the type of niggas I grew up with. <laughs> so I fuck with Just them.
0: get fucking hey. mad dog Russo off there and then I'm straight. I can't stand him. I... Bro, just make Shannon the full time fucking co-host. I don't really like the rotating shit. He, make it, Shannon it, the full-time like we've it, si- like Shannon proved himself. He proved himself on Undisputed. Unless Shannon just doesn't want it. Man, make him the fucking full-time. They're
1: they're doing this to, to set him up so he can have his own first tape type thing. That's what I'm convinced. About I think Stephen Adam are showing like how good he is on what he was at with Skip on Undisputed, how good he is and everywhere he goes. He can make his own name and set him up for his own show. I think. Well, that's thing
0: I've I've been on Stephen a little bit lately because he's been annoying me uh, with some like the president shit and like just like always bad mouthing <laughs> people's money. And, like I don't I don't like him talking about like I don't like him talking about like people like stealing like like especially like other black men in in sports. I talk about they're stealing money. Like stop like one stop using that word because you know you know that's a loaded word. And then two just like. Come on. The president thing is the dumbest shit ever. But I, think crazy. I will say I am very excited for Shannon Sharp. Very excited for Shannon Sharp.
1: Oh, oh. Three to possible. Oh. We
0: are out.